Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rock. Yay! Yeah! What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, here, ready to record another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, let me thank you, the listener, who tunes in whenever you tune in to listen to my soft and sultry voice every week or, like I said, however the hell you listen to this, you could be just finding it for the first time. And if you are, thank you for choosing me like a Pokemon. Um, yeah, I said words. But in any case, thank you all. And here we are. To put a timestamp on everything, we are less than an hour away from the OKC and the Golden State Warriors. Um, it's do or die time for the Warriors. They either win this game here and we push it to game seven or they can just pack it up tonight and go the fuck home and try again next year, which in any case, I don't care because it ain't the motherfucking Pelicans in the playoffs, which sigh may not happen, but I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to remain optimistic. It could happen in my lifetime, but it's not looking like it's going to happen here anytime soon said the same thing about the Saints but the Saints won the Super Bowl in 2009 so that was in my lifetime um I guess I just gotta hold out right yeah this edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast features a guest a guest um he goes by many names on the interwebs um most of which what I've noticed are um characters from different movies when um I looked up his uh, Twitter handle, you know how you got your actual Twitter handle and then you can change your display name to be whatever the hell it is. His is uh, Slevin uh, Clavera or whatever the fuck it is. But anyway, it's the character from Lucky Number Slevin. And I didn't know that right off the bat because I hadn't seen that movie in such a long time, but it sounded familiar when I seen it. So... And, you know, I got on the old Google and I typed in the name and sure enough, that's what it was from. And um, when we did the, the freaking um, Skype phone call, he had um, Trevor Resnick was on his uh, freaking Skype profile. And that's a, another character from. Uh, what the fuck was that from? From freaking um, The Machinist with Christian Bale. So, needless to say, he is into the movies. Now, that is, um, I, I guess it was, there's some, those were kind of popular movies. But as of today, me and him was uh, conversing a little bit on Twitter because he posts some wild shit on his Twitter account. And um, he had a gif up there of um, what it looks like to be a guy with a plastic bag on his head. Uh, side by side with another guy they butt ass naked and they look like they're humping corpses or whatever the case may be and that's the caliber of tweets uh, my man Chris uh, brings forth to the Twitterverse or whatever the young kids are calling it these days but I think 
Um, we discussed it a little bit on the podcast, but I think we ran across each other's path through wrestling. Go figure, right? And um, he's been following me or whatever, and, and ever so often in my timeline, some weird-ass shit would pop up, you know? You know, horses getting fisted with a sledgehammer. I mean, i never seen that, but it's his shit that he posts is on the caliber of that. So, <laughs> yeah. And when I started this podcast, you know, I just wanted it to be a uh, random guest. Rah! Random on my show. So he was one of the ones that I just kind of pulled, you know, out of the ether of the Internet. And I wanted to get him on the podcast and just chat with this individual. I wanted to get the motivation behind the tweets that he posts and, you know, getting him on the Skype call was I don't know what I was expecting, you know, looking at his tweets and, you know, the, some of the pictures and videos that he posts, you know, I'm thinking I'm about to get on the um, freaking Skype call with goddamn Charles Manson or somebody like that. And, you know, think he's going to have this raspy voice and shit. And, you know, he like he sits on his couch with his pot belly and slathers it with butter and feces and blood and all kind of shit like that. You know, just that's just based on his tweets. But, you know, I get my man on there, and it's nothing like that at all. He's a cool person. Very knowledgeable in um, the comic book world and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was uh, my mind was blown a little bit, you know, because I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? What would you expect for somebody who tweets like that? But as you'll hear here pretty soon, he goes into the reasoning of why he tweets the way he tweets. And, you know, just get a little bit more insight on his uh character there so without further ado you know what wait 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 a minute i ain't gonna even jump into the podcast yet i need to talk to you people i got some uh grievances i want to air it's first world problem so it ain't nothing serious but i know there's people that follow me on twitter which you can too at it's B-Rob, that's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. Also, you can follow the show on Twitter at R-R-R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. Um, within the last 48 hours, my account number, my account number, not my, not my savings and check-ins, but my Twitter followers, the number of Twitter followers I've received has went up exponentially. See, I can't use proper English. That's why I got to stay away from the big words. But anyway, my numbers went up like within the past 48 hours. Shit. Well, I think within the past 24 hours. In any case, I went from um, 500 followers up into 600 and whatever, I think 30-something followers right now on the show's Twitter account. And reason part into this is because I guess I host a podcast and somebody's listening and a friend told a friend and so on and so forth, which I appreciate. And yay, I like that a lot. So keep doing that. But if you're on Twitter as much as I am or you frequent Twitter enough to where, you know, you get these random tweets from people that says, hey, like this account and like this account and you'll get 50 followers. 
So I was like, yeah, you know, I retweeted a whole bunch of random bullshit. Random bullshit anyway. So I was like, fuck it, why not? Gave the person to follow. Shout out a retweet. And um, no lie, within the 24 hours from last night when I retweeted it up until now, my account jumped up like 100 and some odd followers. <laughs> you know, which is freaking crazy. Because, you know, I never really fed into that the bullshit of, you know, some of these Twitter accounts. Hey, you know, like this and retweet. You'll get 30 followers in five minutes. You know, I don't I didn't feel, I didn't really believe none of that junk. But, you know, this was one of the ones that actually kind of paid out. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, but it was, I guess, pretty cool. You know, they probably had some people that follow me or whatever. And it was just like, oh, this person said follow this person. Sure, I'll give it a try. And probably between now and goddamn tomorrow, a couple of days later they'll freaking unfollow me or some shit and I'll be like what the fuck happened but yeah just wanted to share that and I got a voicemail line you know you can call me leave me a voicemail and I can play it on the show which we've only done once so far because I haven't been getting any motherfucking voicemails what's up y'all y'all don't like me that much to where y'all can't leave me a random random voicemail is, is, is that is that what it's all about y'all can't leave me around the voicemail but anyway if you don't know the number I'm gonna go ahead and shout it out to you right now it's 304 talk Rob and the numerical version is 304 825 5762 so don't make me cry on the inside I'm not gonna do it on the outside give me a call leave me around the voicemail pretty please have mercy Jesus and also, there's a Facebook page. I'm not getting no activity on the Facebook page, but me. I get a lot of likes on there, which is pretty cool, like, to my posts. But, come on, man. I'm trying to build a community here, man. I'm trying to get, you know, a following, which I kind of have. But, you know, I want to interact with the fans. So, if you're a fan of the show, i like to interact with you, whether it be on Twitter or Facebook, Instagram. I want to, you know, get your honest feedback. I want to hear from you. That's kind of why I do what I do. And then what you can probably hear in the background right now, because it's hot as fuck in this house, because we haven't turned on the AC yet, which we should. We probably will tonight. But I got my fans on. I don't know if you're picking that up on the audio. Then I got my wife and everybody upstairs watching funny movies while I'm down here talking to y'all and y'all listening to me. That's cool. But yeah, come on, man. Let's be active. Let's let's give each other virtual high fives and things like that. I want to hear from you guys. And as I said before, I mean, my show is an open platform to anybody. If you do anything creative, like write, sing, uh, produce videos, whatever the case may be. Once again, this is an open platform. If you want to come on my show and promote your things or promote somebody else's things, or just, you know, shoot the shit with me. It's whatever. This is your show as much as it's my show. We are a family. We stick together. Stuff like that, dur. So, hit me up on the Twitter. Slide on in my DMs. Make sure you got protection, though. I don't want none of that nasty shit in my house. But, yeah. We're going to kick into this edition. Without further ado. With my boy. On Twitter. At... 
Parade of Chaos 9, a.k.a. Chris, a.k.a. Slevin Clavera, a.k.a. Trevor Resnick, on the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. What's going on with you? Yeah, a whole bunch of nothing. Well, obviously, you know my name. <laughs> yes, your name is Haha. Yeah, I, actually, it is. I'm changing it to Haha. <laughs> yeah, but shit. Um, what do you want to go? You want to go by Haha? You want to go by Chris? You want to go by fucking Slevin? You want to go by Trevor Resnick? What What you want? Uh, Slevin's fine, or if you want to say Chris, it doesn't matter. Okay, well, it, I'll probably forget and say all of them at one point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, well, shit, man, what you was up to? Besides smoking and fucking around with your computer. That's about it. Really not much anything. I, I mean, I've been on a couple podcasts, and I think, like, the last one, well, not the last one, but, like, the first couple I've I've done was, like, seems like almost like four or Three or four years ago. Yeah, damn. Well, what what were they? The podcast. Oh, I, I they've been they've been all deleted. Well, shit. <laughs> I I couldn't I on it probably something along the line of comic books and me getting drunk and I wasn't I wasn't a host or anything like one of the people's like hey do you want to do this podcast or be a guest on I'm like sure fuck it why not I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, we see you like some what of uh see like comic books here. You, what is this uh freaking the Daredevil for your profile picture? Yeah, that's Daredevil. All right. Is that your favorite character? Uh, no, probably Punisher's my favorite character. Ha, ah, coincidence. Seeing that the Punisher was on Daredevil, see how that ties together? Yeah. And uh the artwork from that uh that Daredevil's done by Alex Maleev. And he worked with, I believe, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and uh, Ed Brubaker. And they did a lot of crossing over with Punisher. Well, not necessarily Punisher, but especially with Jessica Jones. See, the, you're dropping all kinds of comic book knowledge right there. So I kind of see what you're interested in there. Yeah, I lo- well, I mean, I, I really like in, I like good writing comics, but I, I've I've. I prefer uh, Marvel over DC. Okay, how do you feel about the um, the movie franchise? Then, do you favor Marvel over DC? Pretty much like ninety percent of the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, yeah. Like I'm actually going to go see uh, Captain America tomorrow, and I even I haven't even seen the first two, but I'm interested to see how they're going to portray Civil War because I've actually already re- I read it a long time ago. So for the most part, I know how it goes along. Okay, well, so don't I wanna, say nothing. I want to see how, yet. <laughs> how true they stay to the Civil War aspect. Okay, cool. Yeah, like I said, don't spoil shit, though, because I, I might go see it tonight. Oh, yeah. I won't spoil anything because, okay. I, I mean, I don't, like I said, I, see, my thing is, is with uh, making this the third captain america movie i'm thinking they're just doing that just to say okay captain america had his trilogy yeah i believe i believe it could have been a a complete standalone movie kind of like the marvel avengers yeah well shit i mean it seems to be the trend for those marvel movies because thor's coming out with a third movie iron man already had three movies this will be the third for captain america so this is like they're sticking with a group of threes. Infinity War will be the third Avengers movie. 
with all of them in there together. So I think they're sticking with a rule of three. Yeah, and apparently they got plenty of good writers. I mean, since now Marvel's owned by uh, Disney, Disney. I, I mean, they got the money to hire good writers, so they haven't failed yet so far, really. Well, except for except for, except for the Fantastic Four. Uh, well, I mean, that was up under Fox's control, so we, we're not going to blame them too much for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the um, old older Spider-Man movies or whatever. That was under Fox's control, too, because I think Fox is holding on to what um, Spider-Man, the X-Men franchise, and um, Fantastic Four, and do they have anything else? I'm not sure. I thought Spider-Man was Sony. Well, Sony. That's what I'm thinking about. My fault. Yeah, Sony. But, but, they, they but yeah, else. yeah, I agree with you. Like they're they're they don't want to give up those rights. Yeah, as far as those X-Men movies go, I think the newer ones that they came out with are pretty good, and I think all the Wolverine movies that they came out with so far, which was what the only two of them, Origins and um, Wolverine. I think those are damn good. For not being like exclusive Marvel produced movies. Yeah, and I, well, X Men Origins Wolverine was pretty decent. They did a terrible job with Deadpool in that. Yeah. But the Deadpool movie is freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I just watched it last night. Oh, I la- I saw that in theaters and I was laughing my ass off yeah. almost the whole time. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Ryan Reynolds. That's the motherfucking man. I can't say. I can say. I, I shit. I don't know what to say. I'm tongue tied. But that motherfucker did good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was the perfect, perfect actor to portray him, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean, he and it also kind of redeems himself playing <laughs> him <Green> in, Lantern. <laughs> in the origins <laughs> and Green Lantern. <laughs> See, I didn't even watch that, and I have a friend that that's a diehard Green Lantern, and he's like. He's like, it's good for what it's worth, but I'm kind of biased. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I kind of look like shit. Yeah. I don't know. I seen it once and then I forgot about it. So I I know it wasn't good enough for me to give it a second play. So The only good DC, in my opinion, the DC run movies was the reboot of Batman. Well, um, the trilogy with uh, Christopher Nolan. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, out of out of the three, which one's the best one? I, I kind of think I know what your answer is going to be, but go ahead and tell me your opinion. Obviously, it's going to be The Dark Knight, okay, but okay. I have my own kind of theory. Like, the way I break it down go ahead. is uh, Batman Begins is strictly an origin movie. Yeah. The Dark Knight is so good that even if it wasn't a superhero movie, if you just had a true detective versus the antagonist, it would have still been a great film. Yeah. So, I mean, you you can take the superhero aspect out of it, and it's still a great film. Yeah. I believe if um, Begins and Rises was never existed, all they had was The Dark Knight, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises, for me, is more of a, just, an, just a war movie. Yeah. So you kind of have to take it, this is just my opinion. Just take it for what it is. I mean, I liked all three of them. Yeah, I do too. I would say, like you said, Dark Knight, the Dark Knight, hands down, nobody touches it. 
Then it kind of gets close between the Dark Knight Rises and the origin. There could have been some stuff done a little bit differently in the Dark Knight Rises. So it's kind of a toss-up. Okay. Now, um, since we established that you're into comic books, have you read of any of the Batman series, any variation of it? Batman in general? Yeah, I've read... Uh, Oh gosh, you put me on the spot now, and I can't remember. I mean, I've read The Dark Knight mm-hmm. that was done by Frank Miller. Yeah, um, I've read a bunch of stuff. Ah oh, man, I can't think of his name. They did the Long Halloween. Some of the other, I've I've read I've read quite a bit, but not as not nearly as much as I've read uh, Marvel stuff. Okay, as far as uh, Batman goes, with your experience in those comics. If you can adapt one comic book into a motion picture, which one would it be? Uh, I'd probably say the long how ha- I think it's long Halloween when you find and I don't know if you read it or not. If I'm thinking correctly with this comic, there's, I guess, kind of like a serial killer keeps killing on Halloween and the uh, Falcone uh, mafia and it kind of intertwines Catwoman and you Basically, they kind of insinuate uh, Falcone. I think it's Falcone or the big mafia group. You find out Catwoman is his daughter. What? Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I like to see that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Shit, I never heard of nothing like that. I mean, I know what I know of comic books doesn't come from me actually reading the comic books. It's from people like you that have read the comic books and they dag on sit there and they tell me stories and stuff. And I'm sitting there like, man, that sounds pretty fucking cool. But for me to sit down and try to read a comic book or a book in general, is very hard. <laughs> okay. Actually, uh, AMC is coming out with a new, another, uh, comic book series called preacher. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. Oh, uh, yeah, I've read the whole se- that whole series, and it's they're they're gonna have to tone it down severely. Yeah, I heard it was um on a worse level than The Walking Dead as far as graphic novels go. I wouldn't say it's just more graphic. Okay. I mean, severely. Like, okay, I'll give you a perfect scene, a, a scenario that's probably not going to be put in the book or put in the TV show. So basically. Uh, the main character is Jesse Custer. He used to be a preacher, kind of lost his way. And this entity called Genesis kind of goes into his body, and he has the word of God. Mm-hmm. Which which literally, like, anything he tells you to do, you do it. Okay. So, and one of the scenes is he tells this one cop to shoot his own dick off. Whoa. Oh, mm, okay. <laughs> oh, mm, that's... that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Penis shots. I ain't down with that. And then Showtime's been trying to get into the works of uh, another comic book series called 100 Bullets. And I so hope that comes to fruition because that's probably my favorite comic book series well divulge young man let me let me know what it's about i want to get interested too basically it's 
100 issues. Uh, it's wrote by uh, Brian Azzarello. Uh, artwork done by Eduardo Rizzo. And this guy, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He basically presents you a suitcase, a gun with 100 rounds, and all the information of who's, who's done you wrong. And you have the choice to go take care of the situation. And if you do, nothing will happen to you. No repercussion whatsoever. Mm. And further along, you find out basically who's running the U.S. is these 13, if I'm thinking correctly, 13 really rich families. Okay. And to make sure no one gets too power hungry, they have these people called the Minutemen that kind of control everything. They're like kind of like bodyguards. Okay. But something ended up happening. A deal went south or whatever. So they basically put everybody asleep except for, I think, one or two Minutemen. And there was a secret word that unlocked them. So throughout the series, like more people are getting unlocked and they had code names and shit just starts going crazy. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Shit. Yeah, damn. I mean, I never heard of that. So the dudes that damn get the freaking briefcase with the info and the guns and the bullets and all that, are they the Minutemen or the that's the 13 families that you're talking about? No, not necessarily all of them. There's uh, just innocent people that's been done wrong Okay. in general, too. So it's a little bit of, I mean, it, the main uh, agent Graves is the one usually handed them out. And like he, he handed one out to an older woman. Because she lost her daughter, she she ended up like moving to L.A. Whatever, got into doing porn and drugs, whatnot, got to end up being killed. Oh, and, the inf- and the information comes out is that her husband was molesting his daughter. Oh snap! So yeah. Okay, so shit like that. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'm down for that. Down to see. Preacher, well, I was about to say Preacher Six. That's somebody dag on uh, Indiegogo film on Twitter right now, Preacher Six. But I want to see the other preacher that AMC is working on with all the penis shots. <laughs> yeah, the, the main character is Jesse Custer. Then there's an Irish vampire and his ex girlfriend. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Because, um,. I forget the dude's name that's playing the lead character um, on the TV show, but I've seen him in a couple other movies. He's a pretty good actor, so I'm interested to see what he's going to bring to that role. AMC has really picked up, really has has done a good job of making quality TV shows, even, and I'm not, and I don't even watch uh, The Walking Dead. And I read like the first six volumes of the book. I mean, I fell asleep 10 minutes into the second episode and I've just not been interested in it at, at all, which I find for me is a little bit disappointing because I was kind of looking forward to it. But uh, Mad Men, 
was actually uh, was actually originally was going to be produced by HBO, but they dropped it. So Mad Men, Breaking Bad, I mean, they got they can they've done a lot of quality stuff, and they're starting. It seems like they're starting to get a a bigger budget to really expand outward. Yeah, and I'm down for that because freaking Breaking Bad was the shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I haven't seen Mad Men. I heard good things about it, but since it's off the air now, I'll probably try to pick up the whole season. I mean, that season series. Uh, if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. Sweet. You know, I got some motherfucking Netflix. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, that show got me to, like, drinking hardcore. <laughs> they... <laughs> They'd be drunk by lunchtime. Well, goddamn. Well, shit. But, but it's it's a really good show. I actually need to finish it, but it's it's kind of slower pace. It's more dialogue than anything else. Well, um, shit. You um, we established that you're into the comic books, and you got your whole little niche of uh, TV shows and everything that spawns from graphic novels and whatnot. But I met you through Twitter. Yes. And I really don't recall how it came about. I know I got a follow from you and I followed you back, but I don't even remember what um, it was in what it was impertaining to. Like, what, what were we talking about some wrestling shit initially or because that's probably what I think it was from. Because that's what that's. First thing, every time I see, it looks like you have a luchador mask on or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I actually do want to get one. <laughs> yeah, I, I always, when uh, Rey Mysterio was uh, wrestling, like when he was like real big in his career or whatever, I wanted to get a fucking Rey Mysterio mask, but I ne- it never came to fruition. <laughs> yeah, that must have been the early 2000s. Yeah, boy. Because I was, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just always wanted to get one. But like when I was younger, it wasn't um, a lot of wrestling around me. Like, to, there wasn't a lot of shows I can go to, and then I wouldn't. I was worried about, around that time. I was worried about getting some ass rather than some goddamn luchador mask and everything. I want to spend my money on condoms and shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I was into it when I was a kid, and then I just kind of fell away from it, and then I kind of slowly just kind of got back back into it because, uh, I don't know. It was just, oh, there's something to watch. And as soon as I start watching it again, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I think that's what a lot of people say when they come back to it after a while. Shit, it can be two weeks and they can come back and say that and be like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, I came back, everybody's booing John Cena. And I remember when he first started wrestling and then he did his whole little rap thing. And I remember like, he he got booed pretty hard, or they might actually pulled him from it for a while when he rapped about uh, just right after John Ritter died. He used some he he was rapping or whatever and used John Ritter in his lyrics, and I thought it was freaking funny. And everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really remember that. Probably around that time frame is when I dipped out of wrestling because there was a time. I want to say probably about a good two or so years that I wasn't watching wrestling because I was either deployed or I had some shit going on in my life with my first wife. 
and all kind of shit like that. So I was out of the wrestling scene. But yeah, I'm gonna have to oh. probably YouTube that. So what ser- what branch of service were you in? Well, I'm still in. I'm in uh, Marine Corps right now. Oh man, thank you for your service. Yeah, no problem. High five through the through the phone here. <laughs> yeah, right on. My uh, cousin. He did a couple tours over in Afghanistan and Iraq, whatnot. I think like early two thousands. He was a Air Force MP, and then uh, he get out. He got out of the service. Then the recession hit, and he ended up going back. Going in. back in, yeah, yeah. But now he's a cop out in Abilene, Texas. Cool beans. Yeah, I think I said that on um, somebody. I said that on, um, you ever heard the Horribly Awkward podcast? No. Well, I, I, I was a guest on there briefly for, um, he had another guest and he bumped me off so he can have his other guests on there. So at the end of the interview, he pulled me in at the end and um, she said the same thing. She's like, thank you for your service. And I was like, yeah, somebody got to do it, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, it's just like, that's an awkward question to, for somebody to ask me is like, um, you're you're welcome, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I never have the same answer for that uh, when somebody say that to me. I just I'd be like high five or I say something stupid because I never know what to say. No, I, I'm just letting you know I'm appreciative of it. I mean, hell, I'll be honest with you. My older brother, he he's not on Twitter or anything like that, so it's not like he's gonna fucking hear this or whatnot. He he joined the Marine Corps. Right after you graduated. Motherfucker didn't last a year and a half before you got kicked the fuck out. Well, shit, I know motherfuckers that didn't make it through boot camp and just like, fuck it. <laughs> no, he, he made it through boot camp, whatever. I don't I, I guess he ended up going AWOL or whatnot. And I, I don't know the full detail, but he got a less than honorable discharge. So my dad and I like to make fun of him. <laughs> and no offense to you or yeah. anything. He's, he's like, once a Marine, always a Marine. I'm like, not when you get kicked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Because <laughs> you're just disrespecting people that actually did their, I, I guess, obligation. Yeah, did their time. I chose to do it. I volunteered and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Crazy. All right, Twitter. Now, I guess I don't even know how long the uh, exchanging uh, ever so occasional freaking uh, tweets and retweets. But let me take you back. This is before I even knew who you were. Okay. It was to the year 2010. It was January. It was January 15th, around 7:51 a.m. Your very first tweet was tweet numero uno. What was your reasoning and, you know, what were you thinking when you made that first initial tweet in 2010? Okay. Yeah. So you said 2010. I was like, that's right when I about started Twitter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my buddy was on one of my buddies. He, he was the one that got me on Twitter and he was talking about following like, I guess, certain celebrities or sports things or whatever, try to keep in touch. And he kind of is like, dude, you should really try it. You should really try it. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. And I didn't really know what the fuck to do. I was like, okay, I signed into Twitter. 
onto Twitter, so I was like, tweet Unero Numo, or Numero Uno, and I was probably half drunk, too. <laughs> and then that whole first year, essentially, I didn't really tweet that much. I didn't get any followers or whatever. And I was like, what's the point of this? <laughs> and then in 2011... At the beginning of 2011, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to try to like see how many people I can offend or say the most fucked up stuff ever. And it's just stupid shit that was just rambling in my head. It's like, you know, what? I'm just going to put this out here. I don't give a fuck. And I've had this, like, like you said, 2010. I've had this account the whole time. Never been suspended once. Great. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, I start seeing these other people, and I don't know if I don't know if it's now, uh, since Twitter kind of changed up some of the policies and the, the algorithm has changed up, where they're just being a lot more boom suspended, boom suspended, because I probably should have been suspended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, because man, you be you be throwing out some some weird stuff. Like every now and then I'll be, uh, well, not every now and then. It's more so now that I'm on Twitter because I do the podcast. But I'll be scrolling through there. And damn, what was it the other day? Uh, sexual crop dusting. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> See, and that's, that, that's a perfect example of just something that just randomly popped in my head. I don't know what it means. <laughs> it's like I'm just kind of like putting like two fucked up words together or or. or just make a fucked up sentence that has nothing to do with anything. It's like, boom. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's literally it. And see, from that one tweet, we spawned a whole conversation about motherfucking cake farts. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I saw that video and I sent the link to my buddy. And then he sent me a screenshot of that girl's butthole. With the cake. Yeah. Did yeah, you, with the cake. Then you tweeted that shit at me, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to see that shit. I know. And this is stuff like my buddy and I will just send up, send back and forth fucked up shit. And the best part is I, I follow enough fucked up people that his account is extremely small. He has probably like maybe, okay, let's say he has 50 followers and he follows 30 people or something like that. And he's he's always kept his account very small. And yeah. he used to follow me. But he got pissed because he's like, dude, I'm trying to read through my timeline and it's just you. <laughs> it's just you basically. It's like I had to had to quit following you. I was like, all right, whatever. It's okay. But I'll send him like fucked up shit and he's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, why? Because you, you had one on there. I, I don't know who the uh, chick was, but she was shaking her ass and then damn some, what looked like some goddamn dog food beef stew fell out of her ass or some shit. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing, man? Oh, it was it was chicken in a can. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and see, damn, you say you follow a whole bunch of other motherfuckers that do the same shit. Uh, what, what's them? Uh, I know two that follow me, and I follow them. I think uh, the one is a, that uh, C Banks, four twenty. Oh yeah, LOL. Carlton. Yeah, and damn, uh, what's the other one? Corn Dog or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you see when you do it, I mean, it, 
I'm not saying it's tasteful, but it got a little class to it when you do it. Carlton and all them other motherfuckers do that shit, and I'm just like, dog, what's really fucking going on? We got dudes putting guns <laughs> in condoms and then putting the condom in, with the gun in somebody asshole, and I'm like, Whoa. how do you even find this shit on the internet? Do you what's what is Google history looking like? Is what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where people find all these pictures, but when the when they're that messed up, it's like I'm saving it on my phone. <laughs> It's like whenever the, a moment arrives, it's like where I can just send it to somebody randomly. I'm going to. Well, basically, most of the time I send it to my friend because, like I said, he he doesn't follow up that many people. I probably have like over six thousand photos on my phone, and probably ninety percent of them are just fucked up. <laughs> and man, it's just like <laughs> the, the, this is one of the reasons that I started this podcast because of people like you. Cause um, I see the crazy shit that you put out on Twitter, and damn, when I asked you about your very first tweet here, you pretty much went into the whole right off the bat why you tweet the way you tweet, and you know the motivation behind it and everything, and that's pretty much what I was looking for. So I mean, that was that's fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, I that for me, that's the best way I can explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's just random stuff. I don't know why it kind of like my brain functions like that. Maybe I'm still too immature. But I mean, the stuff that Carlton tweets, I don't know where, like you said, I don't know where he finds some half that stuff. And and it's just fucking hilarious. Especially, probably the one of the best things I remember seeing him is uh, when he told Sarah Silverman, I hope you get cervical cancer. Oh, shit. And it made it. It made it on the. It made it onto the news. Oh man! Oh, shit. like yeah, because like, he'll he'll um post stuff every now and then. Um, he'll pull from um internet magazines or some shit like that. They'd be quoting his tweets and junk. Yeah, that's true. Because I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever." Yeah, his sorry ass. C Banks, what four twenty? LOL. Goddamn. Fuck you, motherfucker, because I asked you to be on the podcast, and you was like, no, I think I'm funny on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But nah, I'm just playing. But fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because damn, it, it, just, it just blows my fucking mind. He, he put a lot of gay shit up there, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't want to see it all the time on my timeline. Sometimes I had to take a break from him sometimes. I put him on the uh, freaking the blacklist, so I'll stop seeing his tweets. And I'll be like, all right, I think he's been in timeout long enough. And as soon as I turn the shit back on, I'm like, oh. <laughs> There's a big old fucking dick right there. Goddamn, yeah. I remember he was trolling this one dude or whatever. Because you know they got porn stars and just motherfuckers that just want to show off they fucking dick or whatever the hell. So they had this dude on there, and he was fucking putting dick pics on his goddamn Twitter account and uh Carlton was fucking uh retweeting him and just you know pretty much harassing him and the dude was like dog I ain't gay man and he was it was pretty much along the lines Carlton was like well you putting your dick on the internet you think gay people not looking at it and shit like that <laughs> so, <laughs> he just kept fucking <laughs> with the dude or whatever man this shit was funny as hell I was speaking of putting people on blast a little bit uh, earlier today, you know Kendra Wilkinson? 
I think so. She was one of the playmates or whatever when they had the TV show of the three playmates. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, Holly, she was another one. She, I guess she wrote a book or she's on the cover of People magazine. And Kendra is going off saying, like, she was the cleanup girl. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, she's briefly. putting her on blast right now. Well, Within the last few hours. Yeah, I, I seen briefly when I was looking at your timeline earlier. Yeah, I was just like, God damn. <laughs> whatever. She she mad. She's going to make money off that book or whatever, and she ain't getting nothing. That's what it is. Oh, that's so gross. What? What? Oh, that. Oh, Hef, Hugh Hefner, just so goddamn old and wrinkly and <laughs> you sound like fucking uh was that uh adam sandler in that goddamn movie uh uh big daddy or whatever the fuck he's like he's you're gonna remember this when he all on top of you with his loose skin and his wrinkly balls it's all <laughs> oh yeah it's like what's your five-year plan don't die <laughs> yeah. man but damn back to the twitter shit now all the people that you um Got following you or you follow or whatever. You got like a thousand followers. If you can hang out in person with one of them, who would it be? Oh, shit. I've actually hung out with a few people from Twitter before. Oh, shit. Okay. You want to give me uh, any shout outs? Well, most of them don't follow me or they quit. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. No, I'm not saying they don't like me. They got fed up with the the first few people I've actually met off of Twitter. One, I think one person still has their account, maybe one or two. And then a couple other was like when Five Star or Fave Star was real popular. Yeah. And then it became fucking annoying. <laughs> and they're like, fuck this, we're out. Because I, to be honest with you, I was on Fave Star at one point. Like at, at the very beginning of Favestar, where originally they gave you two options if you want to buy like a six-month package or a one-year package. And then they got rid of the six-month package and required you to do a one-year. And towards the end of my package, I can't remember which one I bought, I started giving trophies to notifications of saying, this person got a trophy. Because you're allowed to like give one trophy a day, but if you don't use it, you lose it. So I was just like, fuck this, this is getting boring. I was like, somebody give me a notification just so I can trophy it. And what's like the what's the um what's the trophy thing? I mean, what's that all about? Because I mean think I, it's I, the I, funniest the... tweet of the day. Oh, okay. So you oh, are you giving like it's almost like a reward or some shit, okay. Yeah. And what the fuck you do with the trophies? I mean, it's on the internet. Well, I mean, <laughs> nothing. It's an ego stroke. And they make more you, or less. And they make you pay for that yearly. Yeah, you can sign up for a one. Well, at like at that time, you could sign up for a six month package or a one year package. Then you start getting emails like, "You only have one month left. You only have this many days left. Renew now." And I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> that just sounds stupid. Yeah, it's not. And now they've they've 
they've even changed it now. Like even if I wanted to go to like my own Favestart page, they they've blocked your top tweet unless you upgrade, unless you buy a package. Yeah, this, this, yeah, this sounds stupid. I'm glad I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I don't know who, because I know I, I have like over 1,800 followers, but I follow like a thousand people, and I'm thinking probably about half of them are inactive, or they they were on there I, one time and then they wind up getting off of it. Yeah, they just don't tweet anymore. And plus, it just seems like I see some of the same people on and on on my timeline. Yeah, I need to. You know, like, it's, it's kind of like, regardless of how many people I have um, that follow me or whatever, it's kind of like, you kind of have, like, your own little circle. Yeah. Even though I'm not trying to say, like, look, I'm in the cool, I'm sitting at the cool kids table. But it's just, it's just what appears on my timeline. Yeah. Because um, I'm I just reached four hundred or whatever, but it's the same thing for mine. Like if it's my account, the personal account, the it's B Rob or whatever, it's mostly people on there talking about wrestling. But if you go to like the show page, obviously it's the fucking the podcast shit and all that junk. But yeah, I see the same people post the same stuff, and it, I don't know it's kind of hard. I guess you you have to really start working your filters and everything to filter some of that shit out because I follow people and they follow me. But I don't see none of their tweets because I keep seeing the same shit over and over again. And then when I go to their timeline, thinking they're not online or they're not in act, they're not active, is like is they shit just getting pushed to the side or whatever. I'm not it's not popping up in my feed. Well, it probably has something to do with the algorithm change that Twitter did not too long ago, and then IG kind of follows suit within probably the last month and. Somebody I follow, I mean, I really have any people on my IG account, and I don't really post on there anymore. But somebody posted something, he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, one hour, three hours, five hours, two hours. And I was just like, I just don't want to say they changed up the algorithm. Yeah, uh, damn. All I know is I go to Explore on my uh, freaking Instagram, and then but ass and titties pop up. Which isn't bad, but I'm just saying, I, I, I look at other <laughs> stuff other than that, too. Yeah, I follow some local people on IG. I mean, I know one person in particular. He's a photographer. He likes to take pictures of the city. I, well, I call it my hometown city, but I live right outside of it. But he posts some really cool pictures, and it's like, cool, yeah, I like that picture you took. Click, like. <laughs> yeah. Shit, pictures are fun. You know, doing this podcast or whatever, I start using shit that I'd never really normally use before. Like, I had a Periscope because I was looking at other people's Periscope. Um, I'm starting to use Instagram a little bit more now. Fucking, I got the Facebook page that now that I have the Facebook page for the podcast, I don't post shit on my personal Facebook no more because it's all on the goddamn show Facebook page. No, that's understandable. Kind of like, Focusing your brand about your podcast. Yeah. And pretty much anything that's on the Facebook come from the Twitter anyway, because damn Facebook, all it is is damn random ass videos. Got damn cats fucking fighting giraffes or some stupid shit like that. 
Yeah, I don't even actually have the Facebook app on my phone. I'll get on there once in a while and maybe post something. I don't know. Let's say I post something once a month and I'm being generous. I might comment on a couple things, but it's like, dude, I don't give a fuck about your family for the most part. And it's all like, oh, we need prayers. We need one like is one prayer. I'm like, fuck off. You know what's funny? It's like you've seen it's a trend recently to where they'll have posts like that. They'll be like, hey, this guy um, is a chemistry teacher at a local high school, and he's just been diagnosed with lung cancer. And he also has a son with a cerebral palsy or some shit like that. They're pretty much describing uh, Walter White from Breaking Bad. <laughs> and they're doing the same yeah. shit as like one like equals a prayer and, you know, all kind of bullshit like that. So if somebody don't yeah, know I've what Breaking Bad. Yeah, I've actually seen that one. I thought that was kind of funny. So if a motherfucker don't never seen Breaking Bad before or whatever, they, it's, it's, they fucking with him hard. No, I, yeah, absolutely. It's like I don't want to see inspirational quotes. Yeah. I mean, like, I got I got some people that I'm friends with on Twitter that are on Facebook, and I'll go and kind of, like, see, like, what they're saying on Facebook because they kind of keep it a little different. Like, Twitter is for kind of this, and Facebook is a little more toned down. Yeah, we ain't going to talk about what we post on Tumblr. I don't even think I have a Tumblr, or if I do, it's I've posted two things, and... I still don't understand how that fucking works. I think I think uh, like, as far as Tumblr go, with uh, the stuff that you post on Twitter, you would fit right the fuck in over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh shit! I don't even know what I was gonna say now. I know what we forgot. I, I know what we forgot to do that I tried to incorporate, but I haven't been keeping up with it. Anytime. A motherfucker say random. It's supposed to be like Pee Wee's Playhouse and shit. We're supposed to yell or something. Because ah. <laughs> we say random like 80,000 times already. Ah. There it is. Ah. <laughs> no, I have Periscope. And I know, I guess you can link your Twitter to your Periscope. And I've seen people post their Periscope on Twitter. And I'll like click on it and watch it. But it's like, uh, what if I want to make a comment? Do I have to go to the Periscope, then do it? Yeah, you have to it's, open up the app so you can comment and put little hearts and shit up there. Yeah, and I, that's that's something else I don't understand. It's like, why do you have to click so, oh, I need more hearts. I was like, what the fuck is that going to do? <laughs> I don't know. No, you should get a, um, you should use your Periscope and like kind of do what you do on Twitter. But just like hold your Paris, your fucking phone up or whatever to a, a fucked up ass video or some shit and just keep putting them shits out. <laughs> I think you might get suspended for that. I, I think there's certain, somebody was posting. I, no, that might have been Vine or something where they kept posting porno videos or porno clips or whatnot. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I like every now and then I'll get on Periscope and then, you know, you can pull up the world map of everybody's Periscoping all over the world. You know, I, uh-huh. just, I just pick like a random place. Random. Yeah. <laughs> I just pick a place and I just, you know, see what the fuck going on. And I'm just waiting for the day. I damn click on some random spot. and got, hey! uh, uh, It's working. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I click on a dag on one of them places 
and somebody gonna be having their dick out or they getting guns with condoms shoved in their asshole or something. Sounds like chat roulette. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had never did that. I, I I had a homeboy that damn he would tell me about that all the time, but I never really got into it. I I'll be honest with you. When I first heard about chat roulette, I was like. You gotta be fucking kidding me! It's just people just jacking off on there, and then boom, I, I got on there. It's like less than five minutes. Is like fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> oh shit! I see enough fucked up shit. I don't want to just see random. Well, shit, dudes. you you, you see enough fucked up shit because you're the one tweeting the fucked up shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a question for you okay. now. Since we've kind of went through the whole scope of things and we've talked about like we started first following each other because of wrestling. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I don't understand. Okay. I've, I mean, I've watched the last two WrestleManias and basically most of the pay-per-views people. I thought Roman Reigns was kind of cool, but his mic skills are pretty fucking bad yeah. and they keep trying to push him. Yeah. And I'm curious. I, I want AJ Styles to win the belt. You're and fucking then, right. That's what I want too. <laughs> and then and then have Seth Rollins come back. Yes. Because they have two very very similar style of wrestling, and I think that would be some badass. That would be a badass match. This is what I want too. High five again. Through the- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, as far as Roman Reigns go, I mean, it's just been touted on the internet that damn he is the golden boy they want him to be the next john cena which i mean there should be there should never be the next anybody that person should be their own thing but that's how they do i mean if you remember how john cena was you from back when you watched him he always get his ass whipped then he come back and damn it was like he was superman that's what they would call him they would call him super cena and they're doing the similar thing with roman reigns and everybody hates it they don't want that. So it's pretty much more or less the fans just shitting on them because that's not what they want. They want the AJ Styles to win. And they want all these other people to win. They don't want Roman Reigns. I would have figured Rollins would have been back by now, but I guess he had a setback. Oh, did you, yeah, he fucking snapped his fucking leg, man. He tore his, oh. M- he tore his MCL, his ACL, and meniscus. It was pretty I just I just heard he tore his ACL, but then again, I mean, that's still that's still a severe injury, like six to nine months. Sixty nine months, yeah. <laughs> you said sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I watched the video when he got injured, man, and it was like a simple move too, and his fucking leg turned into a J. <laughs> oh fuck! Like you know, you can bend your knee forward and backwards. His shit went sideways. Oh, oh! It was bad. Okay, who's your favorite current roster wrestler? Kevin Owens. Oh, I hate that fat fuck. He that. actually he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. He does that all the time. <laughs> if anybody, you just about anybody that could tweet at him right now, he'd be like, if you say some ill shit or whatever, he'd be like, block. Yeah, I think it. Like, what what is his handle like? Fight Owens, fight. I, yeah, I, and I I retweet or I tweeted at him and it was like Fat Owens, fat or something. Oh yeah, stupid. That He's like block. <laughs> he didn't even respond back. Yeah, that, that, that's his mo. That's what he do. Shit, damn. 
I'm I'm really digging AJ Styles. I followed him from the beginning up until now, and I'm glad to see him here. And even it took too long. They, yeah, even though they probably won't do it, I hope he win the belt. Yeah, I'm surprised they gave the belt back to Reigns after what WrestleMania 32. Yeah. And I was there live. That shit was horrible. It was over 100,000 people just booing the shit out of this dude. No kidding. Uh, it's just like, I mean, he's already a four-time champion. So it's just all the other good wrestlers, and they had good scripts or whatever. Yeah. Kind of makes their title reigns and whatnot irrelevant. Yeah. Because damn, <laughs> anytime Roman Reigns was seen in any form at WrestleMania, he got booed. If it was his picture on the video package, it got booed. If it was just like his picture on the flyer, it got booed. Uh, I didn't actually see it there, but like they had the fan access to where you can pay to see the bigger stars in person. You know, it's like a little private setting. You can get autographs and take pictures and shit. He got booed out of his fan access. No, I wonder if he has thin skin when it comes to that. I think he got used to it because you can tell in the beginning, like if you watched um, whatever... Uh, Royal Rumble that was when The Rock came out to help him. When the crowd was booing him and shit, he, you, you can tell in his face this motherfucker was like turning up his lips and shit, you know, making all kind of faces and shit because motherfuckers was booing him. And- oh, I was going to ask you another question and it slipped my mind. Alright, who's your all-time favorite wrestler? Uh, It's two of them. Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, so you're definitely Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was majority of my childhood. I'm trying to think who was my favorite one back then. Uh, I know when I was younger, I, this might sound cheesy, whatever, but I really liked Goldberg. Hey, who didn't like Goldberg? But uh, I also liked the NWO, the original. Yeah. When it was Kevin Nash, or yes, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. I don't know, just the whole bad boy type of thing was, they were like the original, well, they were the WCW version of DX. Yeah. Um, right now, in current day, they got another group that's similar. Um, they call them the Bullet Club. They're real big in um, Japan right now. And um, that's where AJ Styles and um, Doc Gallows and freaking um, Carl Anderson came from. Wasn't uh, Finn Balor... A part of that, too? Yeah, he was the original leader of the Bullet Club. And then when he left, AJ Styles took over the Bullet Club. Then most recently, he got uh, kicked out. And there's another guy called um, Kenny Omega who's running the Bullet Club. Ah. I do do like uh, Finn Balor a lot right now. Uh, Did you look up any of his old stuff from Japan? I, I haven't. But I think I've seen some of the stuff. The fight between him and Kevin Owens in Japan uh, when they when NXT went over to Japan was freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, it sure was. Um, some of his older stuff when he was in uh, New Japan, um, like he did a lot of things with that body paint. Like he painted himself like Spider-Man, um, you know, just a whole bunch of different characters. Yeah, he, it wasn't just limited. He did uh, Bane too. Yeah, yeah, I really like his fighting style, and I even watched the uh, the last fight AJ Styles had against uh, Sinsuke Sinsuke uh, Nakamura. Oh yeah, I love Nakamura, dog. That he's he's pretty badass. 
that's one thing I don't understand. I, you know, I've been watching some of the pay-per-views and, you know, they have like the pre-fight pay-per-views. And since, uh, SmackDown hired, uh, Murray, oh, I can't think of his, how to pronounce his first name, but Ronaldo. Oh yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> I mean, that dude's such an amazing commentator. Yes. He should be. And he, he, he should be doing more, more of the pay-per-views because he has the voice for it. I mean, like, I, I, I watch, uh, some K one with him and the Australian guy, uh, Boss Rutten. No, not Boss Rutten, but he did work with Boss Rutten a lot. Uh, Tony, they call him Tony the Voice Shivano or something. Oh, Tony Shivani. No, not Tony Shivani from WCW. It's I don't know. I'll just pull it out names on my ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he gets all jacked up and excited and reminiscent of Jr. No, no, this is a lot different. <laughs> well, I mean, like, JR used to be real into the commentary. He'd be screaming and carrying on and all kind of junk like that. Okay, yeah, then it, I get what you're saying there. Yeah, and then that, like, um, with, uh, I'm going to call him Raro, with him, um, he actually knows what the moves are and shit, he, and he calling the spots and everything, so that's refreshing other than motherfuckers sitting there talking about Mountain Dew and Snickers and all kind of bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah, they got to get their endorsements in. Uh, yeah. Uh, talking about they sponsored by Mountain Dew and then they got three full Mountain Dews on the desk not now one of them drinking it and shit. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, exactly. He knows he knows all the moves. I mean, he's he's done a lot of MMA overseas or especially in Japan. And I like watching some of the older MMA stuff. I'm not a, I'm a fan of UFC, but uh, I'm not a fan of Dana White. And why is that? I think uh, I think he's just a fucking dick. <laughs> well, fair enough. And I mean, some of the fighters now, I don't know. The ones I do are pretty much all gone for. I'm not a big fan of John Jones. He's technically sound, but I'm just not a big fan of him because uh, of personal choices that he made. Well, not only that, I just just kind of goes back to he's kind of a dick. But <laughs> I mean, I, Conor McGregor's a dick too. But for some odd reason, they're in different areas of being that way. Yeah, I think Conor McGregor was more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, he's he, yeah he's, he's a showman. He's definitely more entertaining. I mean, I I'm looking for the John Jones Daniel Cormier fight again. Yeah, yeah. At least if if Cormier stays healthy. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good rematch. I watched the first one, and I don't really watch too much UFC, but um, it was a lot of hype surrounding their first match, and um, I tuned in for it or whatever. And um, he just he kept Cormier back. He just used him long arms and legs and kept him away from. Him. Yeah, I think the only I think that might be his only loss because he was in Strike Force. He 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 has a wrestling background i think he wrestled to oklahoma or something yeah but he has a he has a wrestling background and he was in the heavyweight class and when uh ufc absorbed strike force ronaldo was one of the commentators for that for strike force and they did this big grand prix of heavyweights to see who would win and it ended up having to be i think it was i think it might have been 
supposed to have been Bigfoot Silva versus Josh Barnett, and I think Bigfoot got hurt, so they threw in Daniel Cormier at kind of like last minute, and he just beat him, I think, in like the first round. Yeah, I've seen some of his highlights. He's a, he's a bad motherfucker. He's slamming the shit out of people. Yeah, and then when he got, I, I don't know how many matches he had in the UFC at, at heavyweight, but then he dropped down to light heavyweight, and I don't know if that's affecting him or not. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I say you probably know better than I do. Like I said, I only see probably like the more hyped fights than anything. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, for the most part, like I I don't want to go out and I'm not going to pay for a pay per view. I'd rather go out somewhere. Yeah, to like Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. Yeah, if they have it there, most of them around here for the most part stop airing them because rumor has it. Somebody got behind the wheel after it, I guess, had too much to drink and hit somebody. Okay, you can't blame the that stuff on the fucking the program that they're airing in the bar or whatever. Motherfuckers go there to drink. I'm pretty sure they could have had the fucking PGA Golf National on there and bitches would have got drunk and did the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I heard that's that's just a rumor. Yeah, I didn't... I didn't get to see when uh holly holmes knocked out ronda rousey i I saw it afterwards oh yeah like i seen uh the little the clip of the knockout on uh twitter and it fucked me up because like we all at the time we used to ronda rousey always winning and then i seen the clip i was like damn rousey knocked her the fuck out and then i watched it again i was like oh shit that was ronda rousey she got knocked the fuck out yeah that leg kick to the face just folded her yeah, her damn chin went into her ear and shit. <laughs> yeah, golly. But going back to wrestling, when I was saying uh, NWO, I wonder what it would look like if it was uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and your boy Shawn Michaels. Yeah, they they tried to do that for a little bit after they um freaking they bought out WCW, but it didn't go over too well. It was pretty much like DX with nwo characters and shit yeah and plus by then they were pretty much done for yeah but like you talking about how it would have been if um sean michaels would have went over there in his prime like when it first kicked off yeah exactly yeah yeah that would have been interesting to see because i mean they were all cool i mean they didn't really have no beef against each other and he wanted to go but at the same time he had allegiance with freaking uh vince he wanted to stay yeah I I don't know if I was watching a documentary, but when uh, some of them did go over, and I think he was, like you said, I think I think he was one of Vince's boys that wanted to stay, like no matter what. Yeah. Either him, and then they were talking. I think they were talking about Undertaker, and there's like a tattoo on his stomach. It's like an acronym for something. Uh, I think the backstage crew or some shit like that. Yeah, or the Click or something like that. Yeah, some, some shit like that. I remember it's a BSK on his stomach. And, like, he has a tattoo, and I think some other people have tattoos of it. But, yeah, I think I think Shawn Michaels was w- one of the people in that. And it kind of sucked, like, like prepping up to WrestleMania 32. And originally, it, from what I from what I read, it was supposed to have been Sting versus Undertaker. But he had neck injury, and they are like, no, nah, you shouldn't wrestle. That's why they put in Shane. But... Mm-hmm. When Vince was talking about basically saying Undertaker, Undertaker's my dog, he'll do whatever I say because you know he's the big dog. Yeah, 
I thought that was some bullshit. I mean, some dumb logic behind that shit. Like, you calling the Undertaker his bitch and shit. I mean, bitch. Yeah, right in front of Undertaker's face, and he's just like... He ain't gonna say nothing. He's paying me. Yeah, pretty much, right? You heard that. That was a bitch and shit. That's, that's some new chips. A little combo meal we can make. Some bitch and shit. But uh, where I'm from, back in the day... Basically, you know, basically how NXT is now is supposed to be kind of like the proving ground for them to go to uh, WWE. Yeah. There's a wrestling place out here called Ohio Valley Wrestling. Oh, yeah, yeah. They they used to be the stepping stone into WWE. Uh, John Cena wrestled there. Um, Batista. I know. Yeah, Batista. But his name back then was called Leviathan. Yeah. He wrestled out there. I know the big shows wrestled out there. When they would also send people down if they're rehabbing. Kane's wrestled out there because Kane actually fought Leviathan or Batista. Uh, I think X Pac was that from there or wrestled out of there first for a while. I think so. So, so they they had a bunch of people. Yeah, I used to I think, always hear about that being the power plant for WWE. And that's where most of the guys came from, or where they would pull from. Yeah, I, if I'm thinking correctly, Jim Cornette's still out there. So there ain't too many independent places where he ain't at anyway. <laughs> I just yeah. seen him um, when I went out there for WrestleMania. He was down there in um, some NWA um, freaking promotion that had um, like their little mini WrestleMania type show or whatever, and he was there for that. And he was in a whole bunch of different shows in the surrounding area, just being Jim Cornette. Yeah, I, I never got his shtick or never understood it. But then again, maybe he was kind of like the pre-Paul Heyman before Paul Heyman came around. Man, Paul Heyman is the shit, man. I'm waiting to see that dude in the movie or something, just like where he a villain or a lawyer or some shit. Just some, uh, he needs to be a bad guy in somebody's movie. Yeah, he knows how to talk. That's for damn sure. They, they wouldn't even really need to give him a script. Just be like, hey, do this. Like, this is what you kind of need to go about doing. Let them kind of improv. Yeah, I don't think they, I think they'd just be like, hey, just hit this and this. You got it. And you just go out there and you do his own thing. I, I don't know why they don't use Brock Lesnar as much anymore. I think it's a money thing. I mean, they pay him per so many appearances. And if you want him to show up more so than what you're already paying him for, it's going to be extra. I guess, uh, I mean... I don't know what the hell he's doing in the meantime because Chilling, he can't eating Jimmy he, John's. <laughs> apparently, because he can't take a shot in the stomach in MMA without getting folded over. Well, shit, he had a uh, diaticulitis or whatever the hell they call that shit. Yeah, I, rem- I, I remember watching the fight between him and Alistair Overeem, and he just shot, he just kicked him, and Alistair Overeem's huge. And he just freaking, and plus he's a kickboxer as well. And he landed a perfect shot right in the stomach and just crumpled him down. Huh? Yeah, put him in the back. And I think, I, damn it, Alistair Overeem fought, I think, last Sunday maybe, or maybe the Sunday before. And I wanted to see that because I, I mean I like I like seeing him fight. But there's always been a lot of controversy around him with like use either using PEDs or something because how big he is. Well, it was because at a younger age he was so small. And I actually watched an interview 
with that Australian guy I was telling you about. Yeah. And he just basically said, I got fed up of cutting weight so much. He's like, I'd rather bulk up. And he's openly admitted to eating horse meat. That's his nickname, <laughs> horse meat. <laughs> I think that's a thing in France, ain't it? <laughs> well, he's from the Netherlands, so I don't know. Fucking horse. I don't, man, I don't know, man. I eat just about anything if you cook it right. To put some seasoning on the horse ass, I tear that shit up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind trying it. Yep. I don't know if I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to eat horse all the time. <laughs> nah, but I'd definitely try it if somebody brought me some. I mean, that's like eating lamb. I don't eat it very often, but oh, I like it. That shit is delicious. I think that's how that's how me and my wife got together. My my, my current wife, she died on. I think one of our first. Um, real dates together whatever she brought me over to the house and she cooked me some lamb and ever since then that was eight years ago i've been here <laughs> <laughs> what was it just lamb chops or it was a lamb with the, the mint jelly and um some asparagus and all kind of other stuff that i don't really remember but i just remember the food was delicious and that <laughs> lamb was on point <laughs> yeah my my two go-tos with the lamb is lamb chop mid-rare or uh I'll get some Indian lamb vindaloo. See, that's another thing about like meats and everything or whatever. I just recently, not too long ago, start eating it like, um, like with a little bit of pink in it or whatever. Usually I always be like, I want my shit well done or whatever, but then motherfuckers be bring me out some burnt ass pieces of meat and shit. They're all tough, chipping my teeth. That's one thing I'd, like, my favorite cut of steak is a bone-in ribeye cooked mid-rare. Just basically, I can grab it like a damn caveman and just gnaw on it. <laughs> yeah. All the juices and stuff flowing down. I was like, God damn, it looks like there's fucking blood there. I was like, I'm sopping it up. Yeah, not to... I don't, I don't know. I don't like it that rare, but I guess... I mean, that goes along with a lot of your um, pictures you be posting on Twitter. All the blood and all that other crazy shit. Oh, I... I it, <laughs> me liking, me liking mid-rare food has nothing to do with the other stuff. <laughs> shit, what you getting into this weekend? Uh, well, like I said, tomorrow I'm going to go see Captain America. Don't know what I'm going to do the rest of the weekend. Probably go, Probably go grab some food with my buddy before we go see that then... I don't know. We might go shoot pool. I'm not very good at it, but... Something to do, right? Yeah, something to do so I can get pissed off. Yeah, then get on Twitter and start roasting everybody. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about roasting. <laughs> well, having people block you. Oh, okay. Here's a question for you. All right. Who's the most famous... Who is the first famous person to block you? The first has never come to pass. <laughs> you, oh, you've never been blocked before. Okay. Nah. Uh, okay, I'll tell you uh, the first famous person that I can recall blocking me. Yes, tell me. Tell me now. Okay, this has been several years ago. Well, since 2000. I'd say this was probably in 2011. Do you know who Michelle Beadle is? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, she was having surgery on her foot, or she had a broken foot or whatever, and she had to go to surgery. And I was following her following her on Twitter, and she posted a picture of her, like, in the gown, laying down on the 
thing like, oh, I'm getting ready to go into surgery or they're starting to prep me to go into surgery, whatever. And the picture wasn't necessarily flattering because, you know, being in a gown and whatnot. So I responded with a picture of an arm with like a really saggy area where the tricep is supposed to be. And it had the McDonald's logo. And she didn't follow me. This is back in the day when I guess someone can message you as long as you're following them. Like DM. Yeah, yeah. So I, I with the picture I said next time I said something about hey, maybe you might want to try hitting the tries. <laughs> she DMs me and with like the response, thanks for the motivation, Tony Robbins. Oh shit. and i responded back i was like i'm just messing with you blah 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 and next thing you know block blocked and i'm like holy shit that's all it takes yeah i mean i I thought that was kind of weird that she would go out of a way just to dm you to say that yeah exactly and i'm just i'm just fucking off telling her is like maybe you should hit the tries because I tried to message her or something a little later on, and I think it's at when it's down at the bottom. It's like you are no long, longer la- allowed to send messages or whatever. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" So I clicked on her thing. He's like, "You've been blocked," and I'm like, "That's fucking awesome." <laughs> I mean, is that the mission for some of these people to get blocked? I think for some people it is. For me, I was just being kind of being a dick. I wasn't trying to get blocked. But I've, I've, I think I've gone, I don't, I can't tell you off the top of my head who, but I've, I'm probably been sure, I think I've been blocked by Ricky Lake, been blocked by Rosie O'Donnell. It's kind of like it, the same person, but okay. And some of the stuff is like just one message. If you just say the right thing, they're just like blocked. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. See, and that's the thing, it's just like how we were talking about earlier, how... Um, got so many people that follow you and you got so much shit on your timeline and all kind of stuff i mean on a minor level i mean it's overcumbering for us i can only imagine for them because they got like millions and hundreds of thousands of followers and it's just weird that out of all the people that followed her she cued in on your one tweet and responded to you directly like that maybe it was just so fast into the mentions you know it's like as soon as she said it it was probably like within like a minute and I didn't even have that picture on my phone. It's like, I looked up the picture or whatever. It's like, boom, send with that little response. <laughs> that was crazy. Now, if you could get at any one celebrity, like get under their skin to, you know, really warrant that block, who would it be? Oh gosh. That's kind of hard to answer because I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> No, no. When when I say this, like you know, some people are all about the pop culture stuff. Like, who said this? Who said that? Blah blah blah. I don't really care. Yeah. I don't care. I don't. I don't care about that stuff. I mean, the. I guess you can see like the easiest answer could possibly be Trump or something like that. But I've been trying to get Amy Schumer to block me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, what, what's the deal with her? I mean, I hear bad things about her i mean not like uh, i don't know i just people don't like her for some reason i don't know well i mean carlton was 
And this kind of stems with Carlton. He got blocked by her. And, and then, you know, I started looking at some of the stuff. Like, she's stolen jokes from other comedians and yeah, things like it. that. Yeah. I don't really think she's funny. And then she's like, oh, everybody's body shaming me. I'm like, bitch, hit the fucking gym. <laughs> she took some. She took a picture for some magazine to where her crotch was on fire. I think that was Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to see her. I don't think she's attractive or anything like that. And Jennifer Lawrence is like, we need to be more supportive and not trying to, you know, put everybody in a certain category of what they should look like. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, bitch, in, back in the caveman time, she'd be fucking dead already. <laughs> and a dinosaur or whatever would have swooped her up and fucking chewed her down. And that's the thing about um, Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, she don't have that issue, so I guess she can say those things, right? Yeah, and she's from Louisville, so that's where I'm from. Oh, Kentucky? Yeah. I've been there many, many, many years ago. It was around um, Fort Knox or whatever. My my sister was married to an army man. Um, We went out there for a couple Christmases to visit. Snow. Didn't like it. Mm -mm. Not one bit. Yeah. Yeah, this this state gets a little bit of everything. It can get super fucking hot in the summer and super fucking cold in the winter. I know. I mean, that's what I'm dealing with here in Missouri. It's like it, it it'll rain one day. Well, shit. Not this. This all happen in one day. It'll be cold as fuck in the morning. Then it'll start raining. Then the sun will come out five minutes after it just finished raining. And then damn, got that. It'll get windy as shit. Then it'll start getting cold again. All in one day. Might even get a snow flurry. I'm pretty sure we probably had had something like that too. Like the last few days, all it's done is basically fucking rain. Like today, it started off kind of cool, then it got super sunny, then it rained like a motherfucker, and now it's calm again, and it's gonna it's gonna rain again tonight. It's been fucking ridiculous. With the damn um, the freaking Captain America movie. Who are you most excited to see in this film? To be honest with you, I mean, I've read, like I said, I've I've read it. I'm cur- I'm curious how they're going to introduce uh, Black Panther. Yes. Because I saw one of the trailers where you know he's he's on Team Iron Man, and you know Captain America pulls pulls up a shield that's made with a adamantium, and Black Panther just like pulls it down, and hey, I was like, yeah, oh shit. Yeah, I've seen. I read some of the facts. About the the one character, the Black Panther, or whatever, it's like he's one of the richest superheroes or whatever, and his suit is completely bulletproof. Obviously, from the freaking preview we saw, a helicopter shooting at him. He just sitting there like, "What the fuck you doing, Doc? Stop shooting at me!" <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean they're they're making a standalone movie of him anyway. Oh, yeah, I seen the um, the freaking the poster for that thing. That shit looked legit as hell. So I mean, so I'm I'm curious when they're gonna incorporate him into it and how they're going to do it because if if i don't care how big of a part it he has in it since they're doing a standalone it he might have a smaller role so it can kind of lead up to his own yeah i know um i don't know how true it is or not but it was like spider-man has more dialogue than uh superman did in the superman movie I heard I heard there's hardly no dialogue for him or for uh Superman. 
I heard it was just basically like 45 words Superman had in the whole damn movie. Yeah, because it's like they, from what I remember from the movie, it's just like he was there and it was pretty much him being sad Superman and shit, all sulky and shit, and all the other characters had all the dialogue. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's all right. It's not as bad. Well, I don't know. They've probably got people that are diehard fans that read that whole comic book series like you might have and had, you know, different expectations for it. But me, who isn't really into the comic books, just knowing the Christopher Reeve Superman and all kind of stuff, I mean, it was all right to me. I thought it was cool. I thought Ben Affleck did well as Batman. I thought Wonder Woman was pretty hot. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. 2004 Miss Venezuela Gal Gadot. Yeah, she was the um, chick from the 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 tail end of the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh, I never seen. I uh, think no. Let uh, I me. Mean, I've only seen the first three. Then I was like, "This is getting boring." Oh man, you need to catch up on those, homeboy. I don't know. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? It wasted my time. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean. You take that time that you would have been wasting and start daggone posting crazy pictures and stuff and making me spit my drinks out. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, no lie, you had something damn. The picture, I guess, your homeboy sent you with the cake farts and shit, dog. I was sitting there, I was scrolling through my fucking timeline, and that shit popped up. I was like, mother. Like, I typed exactly what I said. I was like, mother. The fuck? Because you showed me that damn that video on Pornhub. They got damn smell my jeans or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and I was like, man, hey, I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> that used to actually be on YouTube for a while. Then YouTube took it off. That's the, that's where I first saw that. And then I just Googled it, and it's just like, uh, I wish I had the. I used to like send fucked up videos in group chats, but I would. I would go to like tiny URL. Oh, so you can disguise it or whatever. Yeah, I would disguise it. <laughs> That's fucked up. I remember doing that one time. I, I can't remember what, what it was, but I was in like a group. It wasn't a group DM or anything. That did, they didn't have it back then. It was just a bunch of people in an ad. And I put, I put this link up and just immediately i mean it says something very graphic in the link and immediately somebody's like i'm not watching this chris i'm like god fucking damn it all right what is your stance on uh two girls one cup how do you feel about that video it's gross but i don't know if it's real or not but still yeah well i mean obviously it's real but i don't know if it's real feces but still it came out of somebody's butthole yeah one girl one cup is pretty bad too what what's this now yeah, it's basically this girl's like chained up against the wall and she's pissing in a pitcher and they make her drink her piss and then they start doing feces stuff. Yeah. Uh, making her do that to herself with her own stuff? I can't remember if she was fucking a dude or she was shitting some dude's mouth. Uh, but yeah. That's, that's no bueno. I got, you know what? I got a funny story. About well, it wasn't funny at the time, but I got a funny story about uh, two girls, one cup. I was um, let's see, when this was probably two thousand and seven or maybe something like that, somewhere around that two thousand seven, two thousand two thousand six, two thousand seven, somewhere around that time frame. 
So I heard about this video. I guess this is around the time the video actually came out, maybe. And I heard people whispering around about it. Man, you ever seen that shit? Two girls, one cup. Two girls, one cup. And I just kept hearing about it over and over again. So I took it upon myself because I was um, in North Carolina at a, a course. So we stayed in the barracks and I had um, a mobile internet thing. So I took it upon myself to subject myself and my roommate because why the fuck not? If you're going to see some fucked up shit, you want to do it in pairs. You don't want to be alone. <laughs> so I was like, hey, dog, you ever heard this video, Two Girls, One Cup? He was like, yeah, I did hear about it. I was like, man, let's look that shit up and try to find it. He's like, all right. So we're going through because, I mean, now, you know, if somebody come out with some stuff like that, they'll make a website for it and it'll be you can find it anywhere and find it quick as shit. But they kind of hid the video on the Internet. So you go on to all these dead end links. Oh, this ain't it. This is just regular porn. It ain't two girls, one cup. But we finally find this one video said that, hey, no shit. This is the video. This is two girls, one cup. So we click on the link and not having seen the video before. We didn't know what to expect. So, I mean, we imagined it was going to be two girls, a cup of some sort. Right. So video start off some hardcore metal music playing some crazy shit right and this is this guy sitting on the floor with his legs open you know naked and i was like okay it was like that one movie was like all right maybe the girls will come later we'll just keep watching right (laughs) so we're watching and dude pull out a knife and i'm like oh god damn okay what what the fuck is he gonna do with that and it was like one of them cartoon knives, like, you know, people be chasing characters around the kitchen with this big ass meat cleaver, look like a rectangle and shit. It was one of those. And um, he was just flashing it at the camera, not doing nothing. The music's still playing. And he pull, <laughs> he pull out this little and he pull out a different knife and he start taking the knife and start cutting behind the head of his his, his thing there. And I'm like, whoa, what's this fucking problem? And he's just like cutting, flicking skin off his shit. And I'm like, oh, no, what is going on? And then now he tied a string around his nutsack, you know, got it real tight and everything. And his ball started like couldn't breathe. And, you know, if you tie a string yeah. around your finger real tight, how your finger do. Well, that's what his balls was doing. And kept flashing that damn rectangle meat cleaver thing and fucking music and he's sitting there he just cutting at his penis with the little knife and then all of a sudden it was a flash of white and then you see the meat cleaver wow he whack himself in the balls blood then he do it again bow cut his sack open then he take the cleaver and he flip a ball out of his sack and i'm like oh what is this Where's the girls? There's no <laughs> girls and no cups. <laughs> so, scarred myself for life, trying to find two girls, one cup. And then when I actually seen the two girls, one cup, I was just like, man, whatever. This ain't nothing. You don't know what I saw. You ain't been where I've been. <laughs> what you what you just saw there was called the BME Pain Olympics, and uh, that's where they do all these crazy things to see how much you could tolerate pain. Like they'll drink like certain type of hot sauces, whatever. That clip that you saw is actually fake. Oh well, thank God. <laughs> that, that might make you feel a little bit better. Yeah, I do. I've seen the clip too, and I was like, "Oh goddamn, this is the what? What the fuck?" 
And because it traveled around the internet, everybody's freaking out, whatever. Turned out to be fake. All right, cool. So if that makes you feel, like I said, if that makes you feel any better. Well, I'm, I'm a lot less sweaty now because I, I usually get the sweats when I tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it still traumatized me. Yeah. And uh, like, like I said, you don't want to never watch no shit like that by yourself because like you want to have a witness to be like, he ain't lying. He ain't making the shit up. Right. So know what I did being the asshole that I was at the time. I went knocking on people's doors. I was like, hey, man, come check this video out real quick. And so uh, <laughs> it was like the ring or whatever. I was like, man, you watch this video. <laughs> Dude, you got to see this, man. Yeah, you got to watch it, man. And they'll sit there. And they'd be like, oh, and, you know, they even dudes and they nuts and everything, dog. And they'd be like, oh, they're grabbing themselves and all kind of stuff. And the last person I showed it to was a female. And she sat there, watched the whole video, didn't even flinch once. And she's like, okay, what was so bad about that? I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, you sadistic bitch. Gosh. Yeah, I, I saw. There's actually, I think, I think it might be on YouTube. But, you know, like all the reaction videos of Two Girls, One Cup. Yeah. Someone did one with, uh, oh, what is it called? Kermit the Frog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. <laughs> and then, then they did one with uh, Kermit the Frog and Ralph the dog. Oh, I see that one. And he's just watching it. And he's not, you know, and you see Kermit's like, oh, my gosh, this is so fucked up, isn't it? This is so fucked up. And he's like, what? I eat my own shit every day. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's a dog. <coughs> yeah, the internet has uh, has really uh, basically kind of desensitized me for the most part. Yeah, because they had a, I heard it on, it was one of these podcasts I listened to. I think it was uh, the Family Affairs podcast. It's um, a sex therapist. And, you know, I forget what the other girl do or lady. She's a lady. But um, they was talking about how um, these younger guys, they be sitting there trying to claim um, erectile dysfunction because they're, you know, because of the uh, availability of porn now compared to what it was like during our time or whatever. It's like it's, they desensitized to it, you know, and they can't have normal functioning relationships because of all the porn they watch. Oh, yeah. And I've heard like. Uh, like younger couples or whatever, teenagers. First thing is like, oh yeah, let's just go straight to butt sex. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's no escalation. What the fuck was that? What? I heard a yum 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 yum. Oh, that was the butt sex. Oh. <laughs> God damn. No. Um... I got triggered. No, my bad. I have um, my iPad plugged up over here, and it got a soundboard on there, and I I bumped it with my elbow. Okay. I didn't hear it because um, on my end, I don't have the um, the sound up, but it's still piped in through everything else. So, yeah, <laughs> my bad. So I, no, no, it's all good. It just kind of caught, like I said, it caught me off guard. Fuck off! What about that one? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I heard it that time. Yeah, I got all kinds of stupid stuff on here. I thought about using it at some, but I don't even know when I would do it. Except for right now. These nuts. Gotcha. Yep. Then they got the, um, the classic. 
Okay, speaking of that one, uh, somebody took Yaki Sacks and tied it into the movie Passion of the Christ. Oh, no. Or Jesus is just getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah, when they're throwing the rocks at him and everything. Well, first it's when he's getting whipped and then, yeah, yeah. you know, carrying the cross, falling down. Oh, so and, oh. and then getting nailed to the cross. No, man, that ain't right, man. You know, I still haven't seen that movie. Ah, uh, it's a waste of time. Well, I mean, it's just like, because, you know, growing up religious-ish or whatever, it's just like I felt bad watching that movie because of all the sinning I do and did. No, I understand. Yeah, I, I was raised religious or well, I, I'm not religious now, but... Oh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but being, being raised religious in the church that I was going to at the time, like booked the, the whole auditorium or one theater room and everybody went in and watched the passion of the Christ. And it was just basically like, it's almost like a S and M film. It's just for the most part, two hours of him getting his ass fucking wolfed and put on a cross. Yeah, I guess. Well, I wouldn't say completely two hours of him just getting beat, but you know, it's like, Oh, this person's going to deny me three times. And then, and it's all in Aramaic and so there's subtitles and which I don't mind subtitles or whatever. And it's just over the top. Hey, you know, what probably happened when he came back, right? Resurrected. What? Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And when he walked back in and the disciple saw him, he's like, surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. And that's how it basically ends is like, they roll away the tomb and it's just big bright light. Jesus isn't there. And then it's just like, that's basically it. <laughs> now, what I was looking for was that, that dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I had. Yeah, there it is. That's what happened. There you go. They saw yeah. The <laughs> yeah, the trumpets are playing. No, there's actually a really good book. Uh, it was wrote by Christopher Moore, I believe this is his name. It's called uh, Lamb, The Gospel According to Biff. Mm-hmm. And it, the book's basically like during the timeline when he was a kid, where Jesus was a kid, all up until like he not, I guess kind of when he gets crucified, but it's a, a lot of it's during the missing years because you know, in the Bible, it's just, he's oh, born, he was a baby, and then, and then he was a man. And then, yeah, then he's a man. And it's freaking hilarious. There's like the beginning, it's talking about they were playing as kids, where Biff, which is, it, that's not his real name, but he says that the reason why they call him Biff is that's the sound it makes when his mom slaps him upside the head. Mm. But, you know, like, perfect example is like, Biff's like smashing this lizard's head in and then Jesus would put it, the head of the lizard in his mouth, pull it out, the lizard's alive and they just keep doing it. Well, I mean, you gotta think that they didn't have much luxury back then. I guess not. And who doesn't like fucking shit up? 
when they were a kid. Mm, we had we had um, this house that was next to it was abandoned or thing, and just me and a whole bunch of my homeboys. We just get a whole pile of rocks and we would just throw rocks at the windows and everything and bust out all the windows. And then when we got bored, we would go on the inside and just find shit to break. Yeah, we were hardcore. Oh, I remember this one time. Uh, my buddy and I, I think a couple other people, we were in either apartments or condos that were getting built. And I threw this liquid nails and it hit this corner where they're, where they're you know, outlining for like the deck, whatnot. Yeah. And it busted open. And then I grabbed a big old two by four and threw it and it wedged in between there. I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm actually fucking shit up. I was like, I'm, I think we need to go. Oh, I think, um, I don't I can't remember. I think that was the only time that we like intentionally went mess some shit up. We, cause we knew the house was going to get tore down anyway. So we just kind of like helping out the process. It's not like you're stealing copper or anything. Oh no, no. Then, <laughs> I remember one time we, you know, um, those high speed slingshots, the one with the little the wrist brace. Yeah, I had one of those, and um, I was just shooting cans and stuff and everything like that. And um, where I lived at as a kid, it was um, a street that ran down through the neighborhood, and then it had the main road where you turn off the main road and come down our street. And I was just shooting rocks. At that old house, you know, at cans and just whatever. And then I just had the bright idea. I was just going to take a rock and I was going to stretch the slingshot back as far as I could. And I'm just let it go and see what happened. So I did that. And all I heard was. <laughs> I hit a motherfucking car that was driving by on the goddamn the, the main road. And I was like, they see me sitting there. I fucking dropped my slingshot and I just ran. I like, I didn't run into the house. I just, I ran past my house because I know if they would have seen me go in the house, they would have came up, came there. And I just, I just kept running till I thought it was they left. Oh, did you get caught for that? No, no, no. Like I said, I just kept running. <laughs> I'm out. I was like, it was dark and shit. I just because that was in the afternoon. I didn't, I didn't come back till it was dark until you know. I knew they wouldn't. They would have just, just left. They wasn't gonna sit there and wait on me. <laughs> I tell you what, I did get in trouble for one time, and it wasn't even instantaneous either. It was a slow burn. Um, in the back of my house, there was a, another street, and then across the street was a, another row of houses. Just you know, people that live in the back. And um, they had a girl I went to school with. Her name was uh, Danica. And um, me and my homeboy, we was out in the street playing back there because um, our house was fenced in. You know, the fence uh, separate our house from the street. But um, we had a pear tree in our backyard. So neighborhood kids would come and jump the fence to pick pears out of our tree. So my dad got tired of freaking shoo-shooing them off and everything. So he just cut a section of the fence out so they can just walk in the yard and just take whatever the hell they want. I mean, he wasn't mad about it, but he was just, he didn't want nobody to fall off that fence and hurt themselves or whatever, trying to climb up in the tree. So he, damn, he cut a section of that fence off. So we, we would go out in the street in the back and we'd just be sitting in the grass or playing in the street, just messing around and shit. So the girl was home by herself. And I mean, I knew her, 
I mean, we wasn't trying to harm her or nothing like that. We was just messing with it because we knew she was there by herself. So we would go run up there and we would ring the doorbell and then we would run off and shit. And now um, I think the last time, and we were just messing around back there. I think uh, my homeboy, he had like a tree limb or some shit. It was a big old tree limb. It had like grass and roots all and shit on it. And he was swinging it around. Not intentionally, though. He was just swinging it around and it flew up on top of their house. So they got this big bushel of branches and grass and shit all on top of their house. And I think the last time we went up there to ring the doorbell to run off, as soon as we rang the doorbell and we turned around to run out of the driveway, her mom and pop pulled up. And we was like, ooh, shit. I mean, and they knew who I was. I mean, I lived right across the street. And then we just kind of played it off. We just kind of like walked away slowly. And we went back into my yard and we were just kind of like hanging around on the tree. And I was like, man, fuck. I know I'm in trouble. But, you know... I'm going to just sit here and I'm going to wait for him to come over because I know he's going to say something. He's going to go tell my mom or whatever. And we sat there all day. And he never came. He never said nothing to us. Two months later, I'm in the house, chilling, playing video games. Knock on the door. Is uh, her father. And then two months have passed in the child's mind. I'm like, that's years ago. I mean, I don't forgot what the hell happened. So he tell her, my mom, what me and my homeboy was doing and what what we did. And my mom wore me fuck out, dog. Man, she, as soon as he left and she closed the door, she turned around and beat the shit out of me, man. Damn. And I was like, I, I never understood that. I was like, why wait so long to say something? Yeah, and I'm almost curious what he exactly said to her because, you know, two months gone by, he's like, look, there's there's part of a tree on, on her fucking roof. Yeah, because, I mean, like, at that time or whatever, I mean, like, if... My kids did something two months ago and somebody just came and told me now. Yeah, I would have been pissed and I would probably give him a stern talking to or whatever. But like, I mean, what I'm going to do, that was like two months ago. I mean, I ain't going to punish him for some shit they did two months ago. That obviously wasn't a big enough issue for a motherfucker to come two months later to say something about. Damn. I don't know. When I I grew up, I was for the most part, I'd say a pretty decent person. I never really got in trouble. Until Twitter came around. Yeah, I guess you can say until Twitter came around. I remember this uh, when I was younger, where we where I told you where, where we were fucking around in those condos that were getting built. There was a gas station, and this is back in the day where they gave away free matches, like a little booklet of matches. Yeah. So we had always go into this gas station, buy like a stick of gum, and, and we thought we were being slick or whatever, grab a handful of matches, grab matches. Because <laughs> we were little pyros, like to burn shit. Nothing too excessive, whatnot. Yeah, like to burn paper and shit and sticks, all kind of junk. Yeah, so I was back in my subdivision, and it was dark, and we were fucking off, whatever. And I lit a whole packet of uh, matches, and I threw it out a fucking car. <laughs> and those motherfuckers stomped on their brakes, and we're like, oh shit, and we started booking, and we, we got pretty far... And they're like, dude, come back or we're going to call the fucking cops. And so we're like, all right, fuck. And I didn't hit the car or anything. Yeah, you just threw it in a general direction enough for them to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know, maybe like 10 years old. And these people are probably like maybe 18, 20, something like that. Obviously older than me because they're driving. Nah, I, I, got, I got another story kind of something like yours and something like a, one of the little to- I told just a little second ago here. All right, 
Okay. Young boys. They're fucking deviants. They fucking, they nasty as fuck. You know, you was a young boy once. You know how that shit go. So we would try to gross each other out and shit. So, you know, we do the standard shit. We moon each other and all kind of dumb shit like that. You know, boy stuff. So I remember one day we was all messing around or whatever. And then um, I don't know what possessed me to do it. But, like, um, they were walking away. Like, the guys I was hanging out with, they was going home and they was talking shit. I mean, nothing bad. Just, you know, banter or whatever. And damn, motherfuckers mooned me or whatever, right? So, damn, in response, I dropped my pants and I pulled my nuts out. (laughs) So, we walking across, I'm walking across the street doing this, going back to my house. So, a neighbor lady that my parents knew was driving by and she seen my junk out in the middle of the street. (laughs) And Uh. she smashed on brakes and I was like, oh, shit. Hurry up, tuck my junk away. She's like, oh, you better pray to God. Because as soon as I go park my car, I'm coming in. I'm going to tell your mama what you was doing. And I was like, oh, no. I'm fucking crying and shit. And like, no shit. Legitly, dog. I was walking back through the backyard, whatever. I got down in the grass. I got on my knees. I was like, Lord, please don't let I tell my mama what I did. I want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. He was like, burn. Yeah, Oh, this one time I was a bunch of people ended up coming over to my place. It was kind of like a I don't know if you can say housewarming party slash cake party. It ended up being only probably about like six or seven people, maybe. And for the most part, I knew everybody there. Some people I just met for the first time, and it was late at night. And this is just probably like four or five, no, no, maybe maybe five six years ago. And it's summertime. It's dark as fuck. We grilled out, whatever outside taking a piss and my neighbor let her dog out and I don't remember what we were talking about or whatever but I don't know if it, I chimed in or my buddy chimed in it's like it's like dude it's not like we haven't seen each other's dicks before uh. and, apparently, <laughs> and apparently she heard that and is like all right let's time to go back inside <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect timing right it's like yeah it's like fuck Oh, but then again, I was, we, were, we were all pretty much drunk enough where we didn't care. Yeah. It's just, it's, I was just more worried about, let's just not get the cops called because we're too loud. Oh, uh, since we out here with our penises in our hands. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite things to do is to piss outside. Oh, I was about to say, you walking around with your penis in your hand? I was like... <laughs> well, that's probably in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's un- <laughs> that's understandable. <laughs> well, shit, man. I'm um go ahead and prep Civil War movie. Right on. Yeah, let me know what you think about it without giving anything away. Oh yeah, I'm. Hey, I only I'm gonna give you either one or two options. I'm be like, it was the shit, or it was the shit, like poo, like it sucked. <laughs> well, I haven't heard a bad thing about it yet, so exactly. I don't think at this point Marvel can do no wrong unless they just take something and really jump the shark. I doubt. I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Well, under the true Marvel universe. Well, you know what? I'm going to knock on this wood right here and not jinx it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Have fun, man. All right. Hey, before you go, you want to dag on send any shout outs, plug anything or anything like that? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> you think you're good? You ain't going to say hi, mom or anything like that? I want to uh, go to Disneyland. Well, she's dead. so. Oh, uh, well, shit. You can say it in a silent <laughs> prayer. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to all the motherfuckers that got me blocked. Yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> all right, man. All right, man. Take it easy, bro. Nice talking to all you. Right.
You too. All right. And that was my conversation with my man, Chris, or Slevin, or Trevor, whatever the fuck you want to go as. And, you know, man, we had a good time. We talked about wrestling. We talked about comic books. We talked about film and why he tweet the way he tweet, which was, I mean, it was a great experience for me. And like I said, you know, based on what dude tweets about, you wouldn't think he was that type of person. You wouldn't think he would be a guy sitting there in the kitchen, you know, having a Skype conversation with me about wrestling with the freaking you heard all the ambient sounds in the background. You heard the birds chirping. I'm sitting down imagining him in this kitchen with the, you know, the window over the sink and the windows open and the sunlight's coming in and you can see like farmland in the background and birds chirping that you heard in the audio. It, it, was, it was a serene scene in my mind because we didn't do a video um, over, you know, video conference over Skype. We just, you know, did the audio and everything because everybody don't want to see my mug all the time. And, you know, some people may not like to show their face and stuff, but it is what it is. And I had a good time chatting with your boy. And hopefully we can get him back on and we can do it again sometime. I, once again, Chris Resnick, uh, Trevor, Slevin, Kerr, Popple, whatever the fuck. Appreciate you being on the show. And you're welcome to come back anytime you want to. Now, since we're at the end of the podcast, which is usually reserved for the shout outs. And I don't know, I might have to cut this out and cut this short because, as I said before, I mean, within the last time that I did shout outs, you know, compounding all those followers that I got between then and now. Plus the over a hundred followers that I got last night that I was telling y'all about, you know, that's too many. We'd be here for hours. Me misspelling, I wasn't misspelling, misquoting Twitter handles and words. And I'm not going to put that, put y'all through that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you some blanket shout outs. So everybody who has just recently followed the show on Twitter at R. R R underscore podcast and my personal Twitter account, which is it's B Rob, which is I T S B R O B. I want to thank you. I want to thank each and every one of you. And I want to thank the OG fans, the ones that's been listening from day one or earlier on in the podcast's life. And that's been following me for a while. I said it, um, on the last podcast, I've had my personal Twitter account for about six years. And within that six years, you know, prior to starting the podcast, I've only amassed 300 and I think 20 followers. Within less than six years, within starting the show in January. So about what, January, February, March, April is now May. Going on five months, I have eclipsed my personal <laughs> followership, you know, follower numbers by like I think it's 200 now so that's weird I was I just think that's weird but it is what it is I thank each and every one of you for following I thank each and every one of you for listening and uh shout outs to the Pottern family the ones that created this account the hashtag to, um, for podcasters promoted the podcasters and podcasters hooking up with other podcasters not in a sexual way uh 
But, you know, doing crossover shows and, you know, just spreading the love out through the interwebs and things like that. But, yeah. Um, looking forward to some more guests. I got a, a, a officially started a guest list in my little podcast binder here. I got like a little leather bound journal. But I have officially started a guest list. Uh, Chris was number one on the guest list so far and I got a couple other ones. I'm not going to say them all right now because, you know, I don't want to jinx it. I hate to promote something and then it don't come to fruition and everything like that. So I'm just keep that under my cap. And when I actually get the audio cut down and mixed and everything, I start putting them tweets out there. So, yeah. Hey, if you're interested in some random ramblings with Rob merchandise, let me know. Shoot me a tweet. Uh, comment on the Facebook page, Instagram, something. Just uh, give me a holler. I tried to do a poll. I did a poll on the Facebook page. I did a f- poll on Twitter. I mean, you're following me. You retweet me and all kind of stuff like that. But you don't give me no feedback. You know, I think that's kind of weird. <laughs> so, I mean, shit, leave me a review on iTunes, Stitcher, somewhere. I want I want some, some, some words from y'all. I want to hear how you like the show or how you dislike the show or what can I try to add and things like that. I probably won't do it right away, but you know, I like to hear from you. Yeah. Have mercy, Jesus. Anyway, we are 12 minutes past the hour. The game is 12 minutes in or it should be just starting national anthem and all that other bullshit. I'm going to go check it out and sob that the motherfucking Pelicans is not there in the playoffs taking their rifle spots in NBA history. But we'll get there eventually. And thank you all for joining me on the Random Ramblers with Rob podcast. And I'll see you next time. Giggity.